If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. This is The Jesse Kelly Show. The Jesse Kelly Show, final hour of the Jesse Kelly Show. Okay, so let's touch on this really quickly before we get back to emails and other things. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin, he got hospitalized for days. And apparently, well, I should say, what they're saying is nobody knew about it. They're even saying his assistant who was supposed to assume his duties while he was out, was on vacation in Puerto Rico, and nobody told her either. Now, that's what the the story is, what they're saying. Now, hang on a moment. Let me be clear about something right off the bat. Maybe, maybe what we're seeing right here, there's a chance what we're seeing right here is just good old-fashioned cover-up, and incompetence and all those things. That that is certainly a possibility, right? It could all also be much more nefarious than this in some way. In what way? I don't know. But here's what I do know. If you're a flag officer, if you're a, a high-ranking officer in the military, if you're a general 
of some kind. And there are different levels of generals, right? One star, two star, three star, so on and so forth. But if you're a general, and I'm talking generals you will never see or talk to or even know their names, you have a staff, a big one. You have, I wish I'd put that differently. You have a lot of people who work for you, a lot of them. I don't mean you have a secretary that takes your calls. You have people who drive you. You have people who do this, people who do that. You're essentially a Fortune 500 CEO. That's a no-name general you will never talk to. Lloyd Austin is the defense secretary of the United States of America. Setting aside the president, he's pretty much the big cheese in the armed forces. If he, if a normal general has a staff, Lloyd Austin, please pardon the pun, I didn't do this on purpose, has an army. He has a lot of people who work for him. Okay, so look, I'll tell you right now, I do not have an army of people who work for me. Not at all. You guys. If I ended up in the hospital for four days, people would probably find out. People would know. Lloyd Austin, the Secretary of Defense, went to the hospital and supposedly even the Bidens didn't know. The White House reportedly didn't even know. His assistant didn't even know. I don't know if I'm going to go ahead and believe that. But here's the thing that you, me, we're going to have to get used to going forward. Horrible things in a nation that's kind of breaking up on us, breaking, breaking down, certainly on the downhill swing, if we want to put that in nicely. Things are going to go bad more and more as things kind of come apart on us here. What you, me, what we're always going to argue about or what we're always going to discuss is, okay, is this nefarious? Was this malicious? Or was it good old-fashioned incompetence? Because remember, when it comes to communism, you get a steady diet of both of those things. I'm going to play something for you. It's going to sound completely unrelated, but this is a doctor. This is not just some run-of-the-mill doctor. This is a doctor, an internal medicine doctor at the very prestigious Cedar sinai Hospital. Cedar sinai Hospital, sorry. That's, that's hard for someone who went to community college. It's a very prestigious hospital. I want you to listen to this. It's a little long. Now, as you're listening... Once you're done, just know we're going to have a conversation about nefarious versus incompetent. Michael, if you wouldn't mind, cut 17. Go. Here's my hot take as a doctor. I totally agree. It is okay to be fat. We don't say that enough, but it needs to be normalized. If you are fat, that is okay. It is typically not a problem that requires immediate solving. It is not an emergency. You don't have to drop everything in the pursuit of being not fat. We act like it is this moral failing, this cardinal sin that you deserve a scarlet letter if you are not healthy. 
And there's a name for that, and that's called healthism. Now, don't get me wrong. In my line of work, there's a lot of people that I see that want to gain weight, lose weight, take other measures that they think will improve their health in some way. And by all means, that's what we're here for. We're here to help you with that and be supportive of that. But a good doctor will not judge you for being fat. They will not judge you for being unhealthy. They will not judge the decisions that you made or the decisions that were made for you, which is the much more likely scenario that got you to the point where you are right now. We're here to help you with the changes that you want to make. And if you are someone who wants to lose weight for health purposes, and there are certain scenarios where losing weight can be health promoting, we're here to help you with that. We are also here to help you if you decide to not make any changes at all. What? Now, maybe you're sitting there confused. Well, not that confused. You know that person's a monster. But is that person incompetent? Just somebody who went through our brand new, completely rotted out medical institutions, medical colleges, everything else, and now she's just a complete and utter moron? A doctor who thinks it's somehow healthy to be fat, that that's just a decision you could make? And look, I'm not judging you at all, and I never will if you're fat. I eat terribly. I, I don't. I don't. I, I don't have any right to point any fingers at anybody. But it's hard on your body. It's hard on your knees. It's hard on your organs. It's terrible for you. We know that. It's terrible for you. There's a reason you never see a fat person in their 80s ever. You've never seen one. It's because they don't live that long. Period. So, is that doctor incompetent because of her training? Is that doctor nefarious? Does she know being fat is actually terrible for you? But because she's such a committed cultural Marxist, she won't say, in fact, she's going to encourage you to be fat so you'll die earlier? Well, here's the truth. I don't know. And you don't know. And there are going to be a lot of these instances, whether it be the defense secretary going to the hospital without anyone knowing or... United Airlines having a door blowout mid-flight or a doctor at a prestigious hospital telling everybody it's okay to walk around like you work on The View. I don't know what it's going to be, whether it's, God forbid, I hate to say it, a plane crash, but a disaster of some kind. We're going to be asking questions is what I'm telling you in the future. And the questions are going to come up a lot. Why did this happen? Was this run-of-the-mill incompetence? Was it nefarious? What was it? I don't know. I just said this. I just went on this little rant because I wanted you to know this is going to be a debate we have without end. Now that more and more things go bad, we're always going to be wondering, okay, the defense secretary went down and his assistant was on vacation and no one told her. Is that just because we filled up the entire government, including the military, with a bunch of diversity hires who are only there because they're gay or black? I don't know. It was this done for, I don't know, some nefarious reason? Did he do something terrible and it's a big government cover-up? I don't know. You don't know. We will probably never, ever know. But I would just say this. What does it matter? In the end, the second you stop focusing on merit, the second you stop focusing on capability, the second you stop putting the best person for the job in the job, 
Whether it's a committed communist or just a moron in there, things are going to go wrong, horrifically wrong, deadly wrong. And, well, that's what we're really fighting against, whether it be nefarious or otherwise. Speaking of which, hey, Jesse, I just heard you talk a few different times about going on rucks. I'm 46. I'm looking to get back into shape. I thought this was an interesting concept. What are your recommendations for a beginner? Thanks. He says, I can use his name. His name is Jason. Well, I'm no world expert. I'm no... uh, huge workout freak expert at all, but here's what I do. Uh, in general, I prefer to lift weights when I work out, but I know that I have to do cardio, especially because in my family, we have to take care of our hearts. The Kellys generally don't last all that long, so I have to do cardio. So once or twice a week, I will go for a ruck. What does that mean? Well, I bought a pack. You can buy them anywhere. Any, anywhere. Packs are, these kind of packs are available anywhere now. And I bought a plate. Now, I've since upgraded plates on it. I now have a 30-pound plate in there. But if you're just starting, put a 10-pound plate in there. Remember, no matter what you're doing, just start. If, if you're really fat right now listening and you want to get back into back into shape, don't go start doing jumping jacks and, and that idiotic stuff. Just go for a walk, man. Start easy. Start slow. You're going for a rock. Throw 10 pounds in there. Walk a couple miles. Great for you. Great for your back. Great for your health. Great for everything. Highly recommend it. Just make sure you're taking care of your knees. Make sure you get good shoes. Now, no matter what you do, no matter how you rock, you said you're 46. I'm 42. People who are 66, 86 listening will uh, will know what I'm talking about here. (sighs) Pain comes. As you get older, I just can't even believe I'm at this place in my life. Now, my shoulder will just start hurting. My knee, my right knee, will just start hurting. I have this spot on my hip, on my lower right side on my hip. If I lay on one side for too long, like at night, if I roll over on my right side, this weird spot on my hip will just hurt after a couple hours. I'll have to roll over. I, I don't know what to say, except that's part of life. It's part of why I, I'm a big believer in relief factor. Have I ever told you about relief factor? Here's what I love about relief factor. See, these pains, they come from inflammation. It happens when you get older. But what do we do? I'll tell you what I've always done. I run and grab the ibuprofen. Ah, oh, I'll just take a couple of these. It's horrible for you. We need to find natural solutions for that. Relief factor is stuff like turmeric, omega-3s. It helps your body fight that inflammation off. That knee ache doesn't come anymore. They let you try it for three weeks as a quick start kit. That's how crazy confident they are. This will get rid of those aches and pains naturally. Maybe give it a three-week shot. It's only $19.95. They also have that feel better or your money back guarantee, so you're not risking anything. Three weeks. Uh, Three weeks, huh? Call 1-800-THE-NUMBER-4-RELIEF. 1-800-4-RELIEF. I'm just such a big believer in natural solutions anymore. And I think about all the ibuprofen I've taken that's completely liquefied my liver. I wish I wish I had Relief Factor 10 years ago, to be honest with you. But anyway, 1-800-4-RELIEF. Give it a shot. All right? Emails. Next. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. In case you're wondering, you, don't, you know what's crazy? I, I don't know if you can. I can tell when Jewish producer Chris is out. And producer Michael is standing in for Jewish producer Chris. Uh, Again, for reasons I have not been given permission to give yet, 
Jewish producer Chris is out this week. He'll be back next week. He's just fine. Don't worry about JPC. He's fine, I promise. But producer Michael's handling all the duties on the show. I can tell the difference. If, if I wasn't doing the show and you just played for me the music they each play, I can tell you who's producing the show, Chris or Michael. Michael, do you think your your taste in music is superior to Chris's? Be honest. You can be honest with me. It's fine. You do 100%. I'm not going to lie to you, Michael. And I, I don't want to... Look, I feel a little bit dirty doing this because he's not here to defend himself. I kind of do too. I've, I've, I do. I feel like... And that's no rip on Chris. I can already tell now we're going to have the outpouring of sympathy. Oh, poor Chris, poor Chris. The Chris is fine. Okay. I, I, you think he would agree? I don't think he would agree. Everybody thinks their taste in music is superior. But here I am, Mr. Independent. You know me, how nonpartisan I am. I think your taste in music is superior. I don't remember the last time Jewish producer Chris has busted out Nirvana. I don't know. Maybe it's not kosher. I don't know. Biden's black support in 2020 is borrowed from Obama and message is not resonating, South Carolina voters say. Okay, let's be clear about a couple things. James Clyburn, Jim Clyburn, do you know the name? James Clyburn. If you're not from South Carolina and you're not a political nerd like I am, you probably don't know the name. So let me clarify who this is. In very in every state, every area, doesn't matter where you're listening to the sound of my voice right now. New York to Honolulu and everywhere in between. Every state, they have kingmakers, power brokers in the various parties in those states. Sometimes, oftentimes, one of the main power brokers in that state is one of the elected politicians, congressman or senator, especially if they've been there for a very long time. Sometimes that's not the case, though. Sometimes it's a donor. You Almost always there's a donor or two involved. I could name you the donors in Arizona. I'm not going to, at least on the Republican side. There's a short list. You know, five to ten of them, these are the kingmakers. You want this guy on your side, you'll be flush with cash, you have all the money you need. And then there are politicians. I'll tell you, uh, he's dead now, but John McCain was a guy like that in Arizona. If John McCain liked you, wanted you to run for office, you were on a gravy train with biscuit wheels. If he hated you like he did me during the primary, you were at a tough road to hoe. You understand what I'm saying. But I said all that to say this. James Clyburn is one of those guys in South Carolina. In South Carolina, you want to get elected Democrat, you better have the black vote, Jack. And if you want to get the black vote, you better get James Clyburn because he will deliver that vote for you. And if he doesn't want to deliver that vote for you, he will take it away from you. People seem to forget, and you should remember this for the purposes we're about to talk about here. Joe Biden was not winning the primary to be the Democrat nominee in 2020. Joe Biden was getting crushed even after he joined the race by Bernie frigging Sanders. He was getting crushed. And then... But it must have been a miracle from God. All the Democrats, besides Bernie, decided to drop out of the race at all about the same time. And then James Clyburn of South Carolina came out and gave Joe Biden the attaboy, the backing. I love Joe. He's our guy. Next thing you know, boom, Joe Biden takes South Carolina primary over. It's over. James Clyburn, you don't know who he is, but he's a very big deal. 
This is James Clyburn, Michael, cut 15, go. Is it fair to tie in any way what happened at the Emanuel AME Church to Donald Trump? Donald Trump had barely launched his campaign when that attack happened. I think it is very clear uh, that Donald Trump's utterances uh, way back before Charlottesville, or at the time of Charlottesville, ties him uh, to uh, what happened uh, at Mother Emanuel. The fact of the matter is that young man went into that church's basement, joined with those worshipers in Bible study, and murdered them. And he said at the time that he was attempting to create a race war. You're mad about that because it's dishonest and horrible and despicable. Well, that's true, but there's a story behind it. Hang on, we'll talk about it. This is the Jesse Kelly Show. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts. Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. 
Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It is the Jesse Kelly Show on a Thursday. Do not forget you can email the show Love, Hate, Death Threats. All are welcome. Send those into Jesse at jessekellyshow.com now james Clyburn. we just played the comments for you i'm not going to play them for you again in case you're just joining us james Clyburn popped up in the news again blaming uh trump for the shooting that piece of crap dylan roofer went in and gunned down a bunch of people who were praying with him in bible study that's uniquely evil anyway he went and murdered a bunch of people and they're blaming it on donald trump even though it was a year before trump was even president right so you're rolling your eyes you're mad that's dishonest it's whatever it's whatever well Remember what we talked about. Remember what we've been talking about. Michael, if you wouldn't mind, play cut one. Remember, you're going to hear a nauseating amount of this this year, and you're going to hear it for a reason. Cut one, go. The word of God was pierced by bullets and hate, rage, propelled by not just gunpowder, but by a poison. Poison that's for too long haunted this nation. What is that poison? White supremacy. Oh, it is. It's a poison. Throughout our history, it's ripped this nation apart. Biden's black support in 2020 borrowed from Obama. Message not resonating, South Carolina voters say. Joe Biden is going to call out James Clyburn again. Mark my words. Michael, you might want to write this one down. Don't roll your eyes. Don't roll your eyes. You might want to write this one down. You're going to see more James Clyburn than you ever knew was possible in 2024 as Biden scrambles to shore up black support, which he needs or which the next Democrat who's actually going to run for president needs to become president. He's becoming unpopular in the black community because black communities across the country from New York, L.A., Chicago, and others, they're getting flooded with illegals that are being bussed there brilliantly. I must, I must compliment the GOP every now and then. It really, was, it really is the most brilliant political stunt of my lifetime. They started bussing the illegals into these cities. The cities quickly put them in the poor black communities because it's always the poor people who get crapped on by both parties. That's universal. Always seems to work out that way. Now, if you're a black person in a big city, you were already stuck in a crappy school system, a crappy neighborhood. You already felt like you were getting a raw deal around you everywhere. And now they're having to put in a Spanish-speaking wing and the crappy school your kid already had to go through to walk and walk through a metal detector on his way in there i'm not saying this lame thing the right says all the time oh they're gonna start voting republican that's ridiculous but they might black people in mass real i realize plenty of black people vote right but about 92 93 percent by percentage vote democrat it's not gonna go 50 50 stop but you might not get them out there in the 90s And as I've said, national elections are so close in this country. If that number drops even to 80, I'm not saying they're going to go vote Republican. What if they don't vote at all? What if that ballot shows up and it's no more? No, I'm not voting for Biden. My kid's school got worse this year. Screw Biden. He hasn't done anything about it. 
They need, they're going to desperately pander for more black vote this year because they see the numbers and they're worried about it going away. That's the story behind the story. Why would James Clyburn come out of nowhere and go on CNN and blame Trump for some shooting in 2015? Totally out of the out of out of nowhere, right? Except it's not out of nowhere. They do things for a purpose always for a purpose we have to remember they don't stumble and bumble into these things they do things for a purpose they have a goal in mind like uh what's a good example of this the supreme court michael if you wouldn't mind jamie raskin cut number seven jamie raskin was out there again on television Talking about the Supreme Court, you've seen Democrat after Democrat after Democrat from Raskin, AOC, Biden himself, over and over and over again. Supreme Court, Supreme Court, Supreme Court, talking like this. Cut seven, go. Already you can hear in the right-wing media about how Justice Kavanaugh owes him and that yeah. they all owe Donald Trump. I mean, that is a, a mobster form of justice where it's not important uh, what the law says, but what's important is which judge you know. Uh, and that, of course, is an essential attack on the rule of law and the idea that we're governed by the Constitution as the supreme law of the land. They're just saying uh, these people who Trump put on the court owe him. Um, you know, I think there's been a, a very coherent argument made already that Justice Thomas needs to recuse himself because mm-hmm. um, he's obviously biased by virtue of his wife's participation in the insurrectionary politics of January 6th and the weeks leading up to it. Set aside, the, again, set aside your anger at the individual message and the messenger. Okay, Raskin's a piece of crap. The message is ridiculous. That's fine. But always see the forest through the trees. That's why we always try to take a step back on this show and take a 30,000-foot view of this thing. They're saying these things for a reason. There's a concentrated effort. Concerted effort, I believe, is the, the word that people who go to college use. There's a concerted effort to attack the Supreme Court, specifically the Supreme Court justices on the right. And they have a purpose for it. Don't be dismissive of it. Don't blow it off. Well, what are they going to do? Oh, they can't do anything. They're not isolating and attacking these people just willy-nilly. This is being done for a purpose. They intend to get these people out of the way one way or the other. Let's get to some emails. Hi, Jesse. Interesting thing happening now. A lot of liberal, liberal Democrats, particularly of the Jewish persuasion, he says, sorry, Chris, have gotten their eyes open real wide about the true nature of their hardcore communist bedfellows. One of them is Bill Ackman. He's a very smart guy, highly motivated, and is preparing to do some serious damage to two commie strongholds, the universities and the news media. I'm fixing a big batch of popcorn and getting ready to enjoy the show. I would love to get your thoughts on this. Okay, in case you're not up to date, Bill Ackman is a billionaire type. Not too pleased with all the pro-Hamas stuff going on in university campuses. Started to announce publicly, hey, I'm not donating anymore. He's a huge, huge donor of these campuses. I'm not donating anymore. Business Insider, some garbage commie rag publication, chose to blast Bill Ackman's wife. They went after his wife for plagiarism and all kind of stuff. Now he's going after him. I'm sure he's going to be suing everybody. That's the story. But this is a good thing. Understand this. This is a good thing. As we move forward, we need people to have their eyes opened 
to the true evils of communism. And I'll tell you this. And again, it's not like we want to welcome Bill Ackman into the leadership tent, but he most definitely gets welcomed into the camp. Why? Well, in the history of communism, commies do, on occasion, wake up. They wake up and they look around and they're horrified by what they see. We need to make room for those people if they are truly going to come over to our side. And yes, there are many Democrat Jews in America who are starting to realize, yeah, I hate Republicans, I hate Republicans, that's fine. They've always hated Republicans. But they're starting to realize just how against them the party they've always supported really truly is. You thought you had an ally You woke up one day and Joe Biden is patting a bunch of Gaza protesters on the head. Michael, cut to go. I understand their their passion. And I've been quietly working. I've been quietly working with the Israeli government to get them to reduce and significantly get out of Gaza. Using all that I can to do. But I understand the passion. Look, folks, after the civil... Yeah, yeah, we got it, we got it. Guys like Bill Ackman, wealthy guys who have been donating. He's a Jewish guy, wealthy guys who've been donating huge amounts of money to that party. They see that and they say, "Uh uh-oh, maybe I've been led astray. Again, we don't want to welcome into the leadership tent. Oh my gosh, Bill Ackman's here, woo But if he's going to come over, if he is, and I'm not saying he is, Let's welcome him. And if he's not, if he's just going to destroy some commie institutions because they made him mad, well, we'll sit back and cheer that on too. <laughs> I'm just that kind of person. Maybe he should go after Verizon next. Hey, Bill, have you seen what Verizon's done? Look, you name the despicable commie cause in this country. AT&T, T-Mobile, Verizon. They are participants in it. And the worst part about that is they participate with your money, with my money. And I, I am as guilty as anybody. I've had all three of those companies at one point in time. The last company I had was T-Mobile. Thankfully, I discovered Pure Talk and my whole family. We switched to Pure Talk. None of us had to change our phone numbers. None of us had to change our phones, although two of us have since gotten brand new phones from Pure Talk, and they have all that too, whatever you want. But now, not only do we save a fortune, our bill got cut in half, We support financially a company that shares and promotes our values. A company that's so pro-America, they only hire Americans as customer service. Right here in America, you call, you speak to an American who speaks English. Their CEO fought for this country. Doesn't that mean something to you? It means something to me. 10 minutes on the phone. That's all it takes. Switch to Pure Talk. 10 minutes. 10 minutes of speaking to an American. Pound two five zero say Jesse Kelly. That's how you switch. Pound two five zero say Jesse Kelly. Switch to Pure Talk. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. Final segment of the Jesse Kelly Show. Okay, now let's let's deal with something here. Before I get to headlines, I didn't get to. Before I get to any emails, Google. I was about to say Chicago. I don't know why I was going to call him Chicago. Google, which has nothing to do with Chicago. They have a DEI leader. Her name is Adrielle Parker. I want you to listen to something. This is her talking. But before I play it, I want you to remember, this person 
has been trained to be a Marxist. These, the, the words she uses, the language she talks, this is years and years of training to turn a mind this poisoned, this bitter, this wrong. And I want you to understand something else. She, so this lady is at one of the most powerful companies in the world. She is committed to burning everything down. Everything down. Anyway, cuts, uh, what is this? Uh, what, cut 16, go. In the year 2023, it also amazes me how many people are like, well, I don't see color, or it would be so much better if we just didn't worry about someone's skin tone. You as an individual are contributing to the problem because our broader society sees color and it's not just physically seeing a color. There is so much more to it than just that. And if you don't understand that, you are again part of the problem. And it's just to keep telling people that over and over is so frustrating. And I was just on TikTok and there's a trend where parents are teaching their kids not to see color, quote unquote. And I'm like, Okay, so the next round of people that are going to be joining our workforce, this next generation, are going to be dealing with the same issues that we're dealing with now. Because to say you don't see color, you don't see me. You don't care to acknowledge the struggles that people like me face. Yeah, okay, so she's a black supremacist. We get that. But more than that, she's a communist. She is a communist. And there's no neutrality with communists. And this is something the right has gotten wrong so many times. There's no live and let live with communists. That human being's not going to let you sit out of her fight. She's committed to burning it all down. You think you're just going to be neutral? You think you're going to be one of those people who doesn't see color? No, 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 no. That's not, that's not near enough. You sign up to fight with her or you're the enemy. You cannot live and let live your way out of communism. All right, now let's talk money here really quickly before we get to a couple more emails and headlines. Michael, if you wouldn't mind, cut three, go. We actually cut the federal debt, the deficit, by $1.7 trillion. Hear me? But guess what? In two years, I've cut the national debt by $1,700,000,000,000. I might note parenthetically, in my first two years, I reduced the debt by $1.7,000,000,000 trillion dollars. No president's ever done that. For example, in the first two years of my administration, I cut the debt by $1.7 trillion. $1.7 trillion anybody's ever done in history. Yeah, um, all that's a lie, and Republicans are about to join with Democrats and spend another $1.6, $1.7 trillion dollars funding everything we don't have the money for all the money's borrowed and printed do you do you have precious metals yet i I don't mean in some vault somewhere i mean in your physical possession in your home somewhere do you have precious metals gold or silver these people aren't going to stop and i hate to burst your bubble but Even if Republicans take back everything in 2024, House, Senate, presidency, they're not going to stop either. Trillion dollar bill after trillion dollar bill, it's just how they do things. So where does that leave you? Where does that leave me? It leaves us being forced to protect ourselves. Get a hold of Oxford Gold. They'll send gold coins to your front door, silver coins to your front door. You don't have to go crazy. This isn't for billionaires. 
just get something, some kind of value as a backstop for when these people blow up the dollar completely. Get some in your IRA, 401k. How, how do I do that? Uh, don't ask me. I've never done it before. Oxford Gold handles all of it for me. They handle everything. You just call Oxford. They will handle all of it, and it's easy. That's my favorite part is how frigging easy they make it. Call 833-995-GOLD, all right? 833-995-GOLD. Tell them Jesse told you to call. Let Oxford Gold take care of it, all right? All right, Michael, I believe we need the cut for headlines I didn't get to. And now... Here's a headline. By gold, you know the gold, you know the thing. Headlines we didn't get to. J.P. Morgan strategist predicts Joe Biden will drop out of presidential race between Super Tuesday and the November election due to health concerns. You should know, that's from the Gateway Pundit, you should know that there are all these bylaws written in the Democrat Party's rules that essentially make it so they can choose the nominee at their convention. If, let's say, hypothetically speaking, Joe Biden were to... (coughs) (laughs) resign for health reasons right after he gets the nomination, then the Democrats can just come together and say, oh, sorry, it's Gavin Newsom. Thanks, Joe. Not that I'm predicting that or anything. Migrant mob grabs for $5,300 in designer sunglasses from New York City Bloomingdale's. One, they're not migrants, they're illegals. Two, I walked in Bloomingdale's once. We just wanted to see it. The wife and I were just kind of gawking not shopping $5,300 that's one pair DeSantis says he's looking into ways to keep Biden off the Florida ballot oh wow somebody actually fighting back somebody pinch me I must be dreaming a nude man caught after a cannonball into the aquarium at Alabama Bass Pro Shop oh I'm sorry thought this was America Howard Stern the shock XM radio host announced on his talk show on Monday that he has COVID-19. This actually makes me sad. You want, to, you want to know why it makes me sad? It's not that I'm a Howard Stern fan. I don't give a crap about Howard Stern. Screw Howard Stern. But Howard Stern, he's another one of these, quote, rebels from my childhood. Shock, jock, rebel. Well, look at him. Look at him fighting the man. And he, he's just a system-serving loser like so many of them. How pathetic. You know what's not pathetic? We're going to be back tomorrow. We'll have some fun, all right? That's all. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. 